I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the second hour of power here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Your hosts are Danny Bush to my left, and I am Tommy the True Newbauer, and we have Greg Janik on the boards. And I won't go through the long history of intro. I just want to give you the phone number, 414-799-1250, if you want to get in touch with us. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And now we're going to introduce Mark from Vernon. Mark, thank you very much for holding on. You're a very patient man. Thank you. Good morning. Hey, Tom, it's not too late to get up to Winnebago for that fishing trip. Uh, my dad and I went this past Thursday, and the perch were just biting really well. Yeah. Good size? Uh, eight and a half to nine and a half inches. We got a few that were 10. Okay, that's good. They're, and, they're uh, nice and fished. thick, though. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely nice perch, and we fished on the southeast side. We were just in seven and a half feet of water, most of them just dead sticking with a piece of crawler, mm-hmm. and uh, a few on a slip bobber, too. Oh, that's fantastic. That sounds good. And not many sheep heads, so the perch were actually biting a lot better than the sheep heads. <laughs> yeah, you do have that problem with the sheep head up there, or right, sheep's head. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I did talk to one guy at the launch who had been trolling all morning, and he did not have any luck with the walleyes. Really? Yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, they're, you don't catch them trolling. you got to try other stuff. You know, that's one thing that always amazes me is that some guys will get into a rut, you know, and they're going to do one thing and one thing only, and if the fish bite, they bite. But if they don't, they keep doing it. It's like switch your tactics. Be like a Boy Scout. Be prepared, you know. Try right. other things because, you know, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, there was a, a Larry Smith show on a number, uh, I don't know, a month or two ago. He was on Winnebago, and they were trolling. That's what they said they were going to do, troll for the walleyes. I think they caught one or two. The next thing you know, they're jigging for them. <laughs> you know? I mean, they didn't catch many trolling, you know. They had to jig for them. So you got to be able to switch it up a little bit. Great show, guys. You have a great day. Hey, All thanks right. for Take holding care, on. Man. Thanks, yep, Ben. Appreciate it. Bye now. <clears throat> and uh, we've got another caller Reports calling in. Coming so, in from all over the state. Yeah, they are. Um, you know, we got at after the 7.15 break, I'll re- remind everybody we have our NFL football picking contest, and you will win a Curly's Waterfront Pub $10 gift certificate if you win on that one, which I'm sure you will. Who you got? We have Jeff from Pewaukee. Hey, Jeff from Pewaukee. What's going on today? 
Well, I just got a couple comments, maybe my own personal observations about the the CWD fiasco that Bushy was talking about yeah. here a couple minutes ago. I believe this whole problem started back when Tommy Thompson made the head of the DNR basically a government a cabinet position. Yeah. If, now, basically what I believe happened is Tommy Thompson said we're going to make it uh, the head of the DNR assigned by the governor. Uh, Doyle came in. He said he was going to fix it. But if he gets elected, he got elected. He didn't fix it. Uh, Walker came in, said he was going to fix it. When he got elected, he didn't fix it. Right. Now we have the, the CWD stuff comes in. It came in when uh, Doyle was in office. The, the DNR was going after it, and we had T-zones, and we had, you know, earn a box and all this kind of stuff, and the people didn't like it. Well, now the head of the DNR is is a basically a political office. Yep. So the people complained to their politicians. The politicians made the DNR set that standard or set that precedent. So we are at fault for what's happening I, with I, CWD. I agree 100%. I, I always got the impression that there were probably a bunch of wealthy, maybe landowners in southern <laughs> Wisconsin, not from Douglas County, uh, southern Wisconsin, who were hunters, and they were griping about the whole, you know, management and that they, you know, were upset that they were killing their deer and they were, you know, political contributors to Walker. And then to appease them, they brought in this deer czar and all this stuff. And basically nothing was done with the CWD. We just let it go and we have nobody to blame but ourselves, the hunters. Yeah, and, and, you know, and, you know, Mark, it's funny that. The head of the DNR, it's not an elected position that you can, like, if you don't like what he's doing, he runs, comes for up for election, you can kick him out. You know, right. like you said, appointed by the governor. You can't, it's, I mean, I don't know. It, but so many, so I, many people like saying, well, it's Walker, it's Walker. I'm like, yeah, but Doyle, if CWD came in when Doyle was in, in this, so he, the, it's both parties to blame, but ultimately it's us. It's our fault. Right. Yeah. Right, we weren't willing to take the small hurt to avoid the big hurt later. Exactly. Mm -hmm. so, all right, thanks for the call. Yeah, all thanks right, for your thank comments, you. Mark. Appreciate it. Yep, I agree with them. And yeah, and, and CWD is going to be all over the state, and in part we are to blame. I mean, I have some <laughs> hunter buddies of mine. Well, I remember forty years ago, I saw a shot a deer. It was pretty sick, but well, we ate it. It was okay, and. You know, this stuff's been around forever. I've been eating venison for years and blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? I think I, I, I predict it's going to be in every state. It's already there. We just haven't tested. Now that we're going to aggressively test it, we're going to find it. Then what are we going to do? Um, you're going to have more and more hunters, and there's too many of them now that just want to, it's a big ego trip, just hunt for horns. So that's what it'll evolve to, especially if, and I predict in my lifetime, that it could happen, that it may happen, somebody somewhere is going to come down with some weird thing and it's going to be attributed to CWD, mm -hmm. and then everybody's going to freak out, nobody's going to want to eat venison anymore, and then all it will be is just antler hunters. Yeah. I hope it well, never happens, but, I mean, I don't know. It well, just doesn't look good. You know, they gave out those uh, what the, the recommendations that no more cutting through bones, 
you know, that because that's where the, the CWD is in the brain and in the bone marrow, I guess. Right. So no more right. cutting through bones. you got to fillet the meat off of the bone. No more cutting through bones, which years ago, a lot of people, you know, they did that. They cut through the bones, you know. And uh, so no more of that. And they did some tests recently on, uh, I forget what kind of monkey, rhesus monkeys or some kind of monkeys that their their genetic makeup is really close to humans. Yep, yep. And they... A few of them did contract the disease. Okay? Just from eating the meat. Uh, well, some of them contracted it when they injected it into them. Right. From the brain marrow or whatever, right. you know. And some of them, one of them did contract it from eating the meat, you know, only one. Uh, Is that but, it? I thought yeah, it was no, more it was than just one. the one. But they had other ones, but they were injecting it from the bones and this and that and whatever. They were They were testing a lot of different things. But... You know the possibility always exists. I mean, it's it's rare well, it's for a human rare, to get but, it, I mean, but it could happen. If you got millions of pounds being consumed, yeah, Tom, eventually. Yeah. So I think what it's going to go to now the DN. What it's going to go to is, and I'm starting this year. I'm going to have every one of my deer tested here from here on out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the time to do it, and it's going to get to a point where almost every hunter will. Paul Smith had his first. One test positive last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, he hunts in Richland, Richland County, and he wrote an article about it in the Journal Sentinel. Mm-hmm. But then the thing is, okay, they're providing the kiosk. They're making it easier to get tested. But then you're, you're on the hook for disposing of this stuff because you can't just go throw it over the hill behind right. a wealthy yeah, landowner yeah, from yeah. Douglas County's cabin. Right. You, you got to somehow, like, dispose of it. Like, how? I forget yeah. what they, maybe I'll go to the website and look, but it's almost like you got to like burn it or something to get yeah. rid of it. Because if you just go dump it in the woods, the stuff, Other it's a pry, it's like a prion, yeah. I believe, and it gets in the soil and so yeah, forth. Yeah, and yeah. It's like you can't kill it. Yeah, and other animals and birds are going to eat at it, and they might get so it. So you got to you know? destroy it. So even if you get get it tested and you got it at the processor and then you get, oh, guess what? I got it tested positive. I paid the processor 100 bucks, and I got to pick up this meat and destroy it. The whole thing is oh. is not good. Mm-mm. That's all I got to say. Mm-mm. And that's all I got to say about that. You know, they do have some other information here, though. I was just looking through. It said uh, deer should be registered before being taken to a sampling station, or hunters can use one of the uh, stations which offer both sampling and electronic reg- registration. Ideally, the samples should be taken as soon as possible after harvest. The samples needed for CWD testing are located near the base of the deer's skull and first several inches of neck. If the head and neck is kept at a refrigerated temperature of 35 to 45, it can be taken to a sampling station up to five days after harvest. If the time between harvest and sampling will be longer, then the head should be frozen until it can be taken in. When removing the head, a hand width length of neck needs to remain in order to obtain the proper samples. Well, who wants to cut off the head and leave it in their freezer if it's potentially contaminated <laughs> with CWD, are you going to buy a special freezer that you, you keep out in the backyard? Properly, Don't yeah, keep yeah. any other food in there. Maybe you're Let's night- hope it's cold enough. Um, <laughs> it does it say that a deer that's going to have a shoulder mount uh, done can be tested for CWD. Uh, it says that the deer should be, uh, uh, let's see. I think you, you have to take it to the taxidermist and they can cape it out. And then you take it to get tested, something like that. Oh. So some taxidermists, I think, actually will take care of that, mm-hmm. getting it tested for you. Okay. Um, of course, I guess if it's a mounting-sized deer, 
and and you can't and it does test positive there the hurt will be lessened by the fact that you got a moaning sized deer mm-hmm. but uh yeah there's another funny thing in the paper i gave you over there danny uh it seems like the dnr uh you know the go wild thing started off not very wild uh wasn't very good at first and it got better okay you know getting licenses and all this other stuff but <laughs> They're still having problems. So you know what they're going to do? They're going to update and modernize it. It's like, how many millions of dollars is that going to cost? I thought that's what they were doing the last few years, you know, the two years before they came out with it. I thought that's what they were doing, updating and modernizing it. So now we're going to update and modernize the Go Wild, which that they already did said that they were doing, uh, you know, from the old one. I I, I don't get and, it. And, <laughs> and, 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 and I heard they were supposed to be out of money. And having problems with finances. Well, how about this? Here's my question. They've got all the this testing available. Apparently, according to the website, now like Schlitzkies, or Schnitz, yeah, yeah, Schnitzers yeah. up in Mon, uh, Sparta yeah. is a little sports shop where I used to register deer. Apparently, you can. that's a sampling station. Um, according to the DNR website, you can type in the county. And it'll come up with places. Some places you got to have an appointment to get the CWD tested. Others you don't. Well, apparently, it looks like during all open hours, this place is available for testing. Now, is one of the employees of Schnitzers or whatever up there going to take the sample, or have they got a DNR biologist there all the time? Well, if they got DNR biologists at all these, how much does that cost, and oh how can God, they yeah. how can they be doing? So I, I'm still kind of not clear on how they can how they have the manpower to do all this all of a sudden. Right. Well. I'll tell you what, we're going to change our thought process okay, from CWD to the NFL football picking right. contest, which is coming up next. To be a contestant, hey, I think Aaron seven- Rodgers will have a good game this week. <laughs> yeah, in his ooh, mind. Ooh, that uh, was a cold. Just thing give to us say. a call at 414 799 1250 to be a contestant. All you got to do is tie or beat one of us three here. And you will win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub on beautiful Pewaukee Lake. It's the place to go where you meet people, you laugh, you eat, you drink, you enjoy life, and you watch the Packers, you watch the Badgers, and it's a great place to go to. So, anyway, be a contestant. It's easy. Pick them against the spread. You know, picking games, uh, if you don't have a spread, is a lot easier, but if you're picking against a spread, it's not so easy. 799-1250. Call right now. 414-799-1250. We'll be right back in just a couple minutes. It is now time for the NFL Football Picking Contest sponsored by Curly's Waterfront Pub. 799-1250 to be a contestant. Yeah, 799 there. We had a contestant, and the contestant dropped, so we need one right now. 799-1250. Yeah, we need You're that Guaranteed contestant. to win, man. So while we're waiting for somebody to call, Greg, do you want to tell us how the standings are? And then you can always be interrupted by the call. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's I'll see. Last, the top of the heap. Last week was not a good week for uh, Tom. No. Tom went 0-4. I was, <laughs> I was doing so good. And then last week. <laughs> Tom went 0-4, brings his... Uh, Season record to eleven and fourteen. Oh boy, you were over five hundred till then. I know, I screwed up. Uh, Bushy went one and three. What last week? Huh? You know, I thought the Packers would win by thirty points, 
Yeah. Well, they might well, have if there wasn't an yeah. injury. So those lousy what's, Vikings. What's they, Bushy's record? Bushy is right. ten and fifteen on the season. Okay. I was two and two. Okay. I am now twelve and thirteen on the Ooh, season. You're leading a pack. And the collars, the collars, the collars went ones. one and three. They are now eleven and fourteen on the They're season. Better. You know, there's one team, one one radio station where they. One, Go ahead. One radio station that I listen to where the guy has his four year old make these picks. Yeah. He has a four-year-old. He'll tell the little kid, and yeah. he'll say, Vikings, or whatever. It's college football, I okay. think, that he's doing. The kid's 84% on the no year right kidding. now. Just really? to show you, yeah, I think he says, do you know more than a four-year-old? So That's funny. It goes to show you that you could just throw a dart at a dartboard at, or ran, at random yeah. and oh, yeah. do as well. There's women right. that do the... Not just women, but there's there's Ooh, some women. Right away, I, a sexist there, comment from Greg some, over there. There's some women I know that do the, the pretty colors. NCAA tournament, and they judge it by mascots. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, by the mascots, okay. and yeah. and they do well. And they do well. Who do you got on the line, and where from? We have Jack from Pewaukee. All right. Is, if this Hi. isn't Pewaukee, Jack, is it? Yeah, I'm an old friend of John Lehman. Yeah, hey, I got a, yeah, right. Are you the guy who takes the action figure with him when he goes fishing? No, no, oh, I'm okay. a senior uh, softball player. Okay, I'll tell you about well, that right. later. Yeah, player. we remember yeah, you. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, Jack, you know how this works, right? We're going to let sure Greg do. take it away. So, Greg, take it away with the games. All right, we're going to start off in the college ranks this afternoon. Kickoff at 11 o'clock. Wisconsin hosts the Maryland Terrapins. Wisconsin is favored by 24 and a half points. Jack. Huh. Uh, who, who you boy, got? Oh, boy. That's a lot of points. And I, I don't think Wisconsin runs it up like they, like other schools do. I, I'd have to take Maryland. All right. Tom. Well, Jack, you might, you might think that uh, they don't run it up as much, but this is an opportunity for them to run it up. Mer- Maryland is not very good. Uh, I'm going to take Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm going to take Wisconsin. I think they got to clean up some of that stuff that they messed up last week, turnovers, penalties, mm-hmm. and stuff, and they'll come back. Uh, they got a national championship to look good for. Yeah, they're going to run it up. And yeah, Greg? No, I'm with Jack. They're not going to cover. Okay. okay. 24 and a half is huge. They run the ball way too much. They take up way too much time off the clock. Unless uh, Jonathan Taylor has some 480-yard runs, you're not going to score that many points. Your offense 332 okay. yards. Isn't that dominant? 331 yards. Uh, well, that'd be My a prediction. But you know what? They could still have that, and they could still only win by eight Ten. points. Yeah. They, beat, they beat Purdue by eight points, and he had 250 yards rushing. You can calm down over there. Calm down. We got twenty. We got five <laughs> minutes of the break. Like you fart or something? You're waving your hand like you're trying to wave the air away. No, no, he did. He did get get it. All right, he didn't get it. Next, <laughs> next game we have Baltimore at Minnesota. Minnesota is giving Baltimore five and a half points. Jack, who you got? I like the way Minnesota has been playing. I think they're they're coming around. I'm worried about them in our division, but I'd have to go with the Vikings. All right, Bushy. Where's the game at? In Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, I'll go with the Vikings. Tom? I just want to be a contrarian. I'm going to go with Baltimore. And you're going to lose because Minnesota's going to win this game. Yep. Next game, <laughs> Carolina at Chicago. <laughs> Carolina is giving Chicago three points. Jack, who you got? Carolina, is, is, where's that game? At In Chicago. Chicago. 
No, I still like Carolina. I think they're playing well. I, I got to go with the Panthers. All right, Tom. Oh, man. I Yeah, yeah I got to go with Carolina. Bushy? Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> hear people when they go, yeah, no. What's that mean with people? So, anyway, uh, I'll that go with... That means I was undecided. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I'll go with the Chicago Bears and Trubisky. I'm going to go with Carolina. You know, Trubisky only threw eight passes last week, and they still won the game. That's the way we want to do it down <laughs> here. But how many yards, We Greg? don't want the kid to throw too much. No, how many yards did they get rushing? It was like 250-something? Yeah, they... they... Yeah. We're dominant on, yeah, Trubisky threw for 113 yards. And they do yeah. have a good defense. All yeah. right, final game on the docket. The Aaron Rodgers Packers start the Brett Hundley season. They are hosting New Orleans. They New Orleans is favored by four and a half. Jack, who you got? Well, I kind of like the... I've always liked Drew Brees, and now their defense is playing very, very well. And with what's going on up at the Packers, I don't know about Huntley. Huntley, I'm a Callahan fan myself, but I got to go with the Vikes. The who? With the Saints? I mean the Saints. That's all right. That's all right. All right, Bushy. I agree. I think we ought to bring Harry Callahan into the uh, Packer that's game. Joe. I know. Yeah. Remember who Harry Callahan was? Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry, boy. Oh, Come right. on. That's How could right. you old guys miss that? Harry Callahan. Um, yeah. So, anyway, I'll go with uh, New Orleans, unfortunately. Tom, is this your lock of the week? <sighs> it's not. A, I don't have a lock this week, but uh, <laughs> I am def. I am going to. I'm, I'm I'm. giving it up for the Packers. I'm, I. Oh, cheesehead. I, I'm going to go with the Packers. They have a chance. Gosh, we love the Packers. Yeah, there he is. Always got to go with the I'm Packers. going with New Orleans. They do anything for the Packers, eh? Yeah. All right. Saints offense yeah. is decent. Packers yeah. defense isn't good. They don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. I hope they lose every single game right. to get a good draft pick for next year. Me so too. Win the Super Me Bowl. too. And maybe, Shame on maybe you guys. Ted Thompson will do us a yeah, favor what, and retire what, in the meantime. Yeah, but what Bring would Ted Thompson? a young buck in there. Maybe Elliot Wolf in there. What would Ted Thompson do with his high draft pick, though? He'd Who trade knows? them all away so he could and get more sixth and seventh round gems. Got to call or ask our caller Jack one thing. Jack, you're a baseball yeah. guy, right? Yeah, sure. Who do you think is going to win the game, the Yankees or Houston? Boy, that is a tough one. I uh, Probably home, home field. Houston, I'm thinking. All right. I think the Yankees have just about gone their limit as far as what they've been able to do. Right. Well, it's game seven. Home, home team has won every game. That's right. Home is it team. in Houston? Yep. It is it's in Houston. Houston. And, yep. Ver, and Verlander's pitching, I think. Right? He is not. No, who's no, the Verlander pitched yesterday. Yeah, he pitched yesterday. That's right. Yeah. I forget who's this pitching. This is great tonight. baseball to watch. Anyway, CC Sabathia versus Charlie Morton. Oh, this That's is it? what it's all yeah. about. Yeah. Game sevens of these series. I love yep. this fall October stuff. What it comes this down to. Yep, sure does, man. Well, Jack, stay Jack, on hold. Jack, stay on hold. i got to get your info. Okay. Thanks, Jack. Okay, thanks, Jack. And uh, I'm sure Jack will be getting a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub there on Pewaukee Lakes. And since he lives right out there, he, you know, he can stop over there and use it. Maybe on uh, Sunday morning, have a nice Bloody Mary. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to a break, folks. We'll be back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan.
welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. This song was inspired by our last caller, Jack. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Jack, we got an email about, uh, it says, Pewaukee Jack always takes an action figure when fishing. It makes your catch look bigger. Have a great day. Now, what the guy does is, you know, the little action figures, you know? The, G.I. Like Joe little, type stuff. G.I. Joe, Ken doll or whatever. Well, he takes that little figure, he's kneeling down, and he puts his fish up like the guy's holding his fish. So the guy's got a little walleye, but the action figure's holding it, and it makes it look like the the, the fish is like 12 feet big, long or something. <laughs> it's actually very humorous. So anyway. So anyway, um, let's talk a little fishing a report around the state. Uh, as uh, we already talked before, walleye and yellow perch fishing still going decent uh, up in on Winnebago. Uh, hunting woodcock. I guess the woodcock are migrating up. It's in full blow, uh, full uh, full blown uh, um, woodcock season. You're right now, woodcock <laughs> season. Uh, the uh, migration. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah, uh, eagles. Uh, Tom, I was leaving um, uh, Sparta or driving up there by the hunting couple weeks ago. And right at dark, I was going by, and all of a sudden, an eagle was like a foot off from the side of my car on the gravel. Really? And I freaked out. I thought, whoa, that was an eagle. And, I mean, I was pretty close to hitting it, and I guess three eagles have been hit by cars. Really? um, So. I guess they're they're urging when when you see eagles around roadkill to be careful. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking if that eagle takes off and flies in front of the car off the deer carcass, you know, they don't get airborne so quick. No, they don't. So no. you got to kind of watch out for the yeah. uh, eel. E- uh, yeah, watch out for those uh, uh, eagles. Um, also, uh, there's several things going on this weekend at a lot of the state parks. They got Halloween stuff going on because it's a spooktacular weekend. <laughs> uh, there's hikes, there's uh, hort- uh, torch hikes, jack o' lantern hikes. Uh, in most of the state parks, you know, you got the Kettle Moraine, you got Devil's Lake and so forth. So if you got kids and you're looking to do something this weekend, weather's nice today, you can go to the DNR website and hit Get Outdoors. Uh, back to fishing. The steelhead run's going pretty good. Uh, no, not steelhead run. I mean salmon run, uh, especially north of here, up on the east and west Twin Rivers, Manitowoc, uh, the Anape. Have have you ever done that steelhead stream fishing, Tom? Yes. Yeah. Were, you, were you successful at it? I never caught one. Neither did I. I, I sucked. <laughs> I, but I normally go in the spring. This was mostly when I was in high school. Yeah. I'd read like uh, a, a, an outdoor Wisconsin magazine of some type, and they'd be talking about spring steelhead. So as a high school kid itch, itching to you know get open water, It'd be like March, and I'd be in like some snowstorm somewhere. I remember one time waiting on the East Twin River. Uh, I think that's up in Michicot and Shoto, I think is where those twin rivers are. And uh, I remember seeing the steelhead like at my feet. Mm-hmm. And I think they were slapping against each other. I think they were almost spawning, but I couldn't get them to bite anything. Yeah. And that soaking the spawn sack yeah. thing, I'd, I'd, I'd throw out a spawn sack and let it race through a muddy river mm-hmm. for about Two times, and yeah. I'm like, this is yeah. this is useless. And, and I'd end up saying, and I'm freezing, I'm yeah. done. I'm done with this exciting steelhead fishing. But when I did the fall salmon run, I did catch a few of those. You well, know, I guess the salmon so. run is going really, really good right now. They're so thick right now that people are accidentally snagging them, I guess. And it's going to get even better when we get the. We're supposed to get rain uh, tonight and then tomorrow. So 
the more the with a good rain, you know, and get that current flowing into the harbor, there will be even more salmon coming up those rivers. Oh, I got to tell you one time. Speaking yep. of salmon on the Chico- on the Sheboygan River, it was in October. It was a beautiful October day. Myself and some of my friends were golfing at Black Wolf Run. Okay. And we're on this tee box, which overlooks the river, is right behind us, right? I mean, it's fairly yep. close. It's right behind us. And there's a guy, and we're up up a little higher. There's a guy standing in the river, okay? He's he's facing one way, casting. And we're looking at, and there's all these fish swimming right behind him. <laughs> he's facing, I mean, there's salmon galore going be, right behind him. And so he hollered at the guy, hey! Turn around, they're right behind you. The guy turns around, I mean, literally within two feet of him. I mean, right there. The guy turns around and goes, oh, my God, there's salmon right here. Right behind you. <laughs> it was so funny. Wrong, and lots of them. Wrong <laughs> side of the river. Oh, that was funny. Well, I know anyway. there are guys who that I've talked to that go down there, friends of mine. And uh, one guy years ago was showing me like some little type, I don't know if they were artificial. They, he didn't use spawn sacks. He used some kind of little... Sometimes they use marshmallows, some they kind use of, yarn. He, he used some kind of little yeah. yarn-type yeah. fly. He showed yeah. me, and they just goes drifts that, mm-hmm. the bright color, yep. and you just got to, like, drift it in front of them. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe I, I had to hire a steelhead guide to take me down there and try and get some of those. I you guess could, it's you know, fun you, once you get them. You could do that down at the Root River, the Pike River. Yeah, I've tried those Milwaukee before. River. I lived Same thing. I lived in uh, Kenosha yeah. for a while, and I, I my my steelhead last fishing lasted all of one hour each yeah. time I went down and I thought well, this is useless. You know the thing is you gotta know the good spots where to yeah, go. You where gotta to know park, where they where to are. To. And, yeah, yeah. And, you gotta know the good how spots. How to do it. Yeah. Uh Door County fishing I guess has been tough lately. Uh weather, a lot of wind, strong wind and stuff. Uh one thing though I would suggest if you want to get some nice pike, that Sturgeon Bay ship canal is the sleeper yeah. for pike. And especially mm-hmm. this time of year, if you go troll Dunlop's reef or even if you troll Towards the Lake Michigan uh, side of the Ship Canal, there's some nice weed ed- weed beds and weed edges, and you can even troll kind of a little deeper in that Ship Canal, and you can get some. I have caught 40 inch pike, uh, 40 inch pike doing that. So yeah, that uh, is a good area. Another important deadline coming up, um, October 31st, the deadline for the sturgeon permit for the spearing mm-hmm. on Lake Winnebago is mm-hmm. coming up. So I guess if you got to get your license or permit or whatever it is. You, you got to do it now. Mm. And they, they're anticipating a lot of big fish for that, uh, for the big sturgeon thing. Yeah. You ever do that? Brother Tim did a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah, remember I, remember I did yeah. the article? Yeah, right. Yeah. But did you? you ever... I sat with him the one day. Yeah. And, and a small sturgeon went through the hole mm-hmm. and he, he almost was going to chuck. I mean, the adrenaline hit him and I grabbed his arm. I said, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, not big enough. No. And he goes, well, I'm glad you kind of calmed me mm-hmm. down later. And I told him, I said, Tim, when it's a shooter sturgeon or spear or sturgeon, whatever, uh, you'll know it. And he said the next day when he got that one, it was like a shark yeah. coming in. So that, yeah, I think I'd like to do that. I really should start applying for the upriver. See, mm-hmm. that's where he was up You're on right, the, right, He He right. finally, after seven, six years yeah. of applying, got an yeah. upriver tra- tag. And it's better than 50% success ratio there. Yeah. So if I put in now... I should have one by the time I retire. But to me, sturgeon spearing is so boring. Well, like it is so boring. Why like is I, that lady like waving I said, at it's, us? Like I said, it's like uh, oh, maybe we got some. Uh, no, nobody's supposed. To, I don't know. I got, I got lots of fans. Uh, it's I like don't know. it's like looking up a chimney and waiting for a duck to fly over. 
that's kind of like sturgeon. Yeah, You're looking down like, a hole. Oh, and uh, yeah, do, should I check the door, Greg? No, no. Uh, Mike, Mike just pulled up. Uh, big time Mike McGivern just pulled up, so he'll. Well, maybe he mistook me for. She was waving at Mike, not you, buddy. No, she was in the window here. Oh, waving she's at checking. Us. She likes me. Eh? There Take you off, go. Eh? Yeah. She goes. She, she likes, she your likes hot me because eh? she thinks you're some kind of freak. That's why. <laughs> That's from Strange Brew. Yeah. See how but she yeah, was I, looking at me. Yeah. But <laughs> she likes your hot medicine <laughs> stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like I say, she was giving you the eye. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Ever have guys do that with their vice? Hey, dude, she's checking. And guys want to believe it, too. You yeah. Know, I used to mess with guys. Hey, she, she was asking about you. Yeah. <laughs> really? You're terrible. Oh, they really? do. That's what you do. When I managed a gym, these muscle heads would come in, and there'd be this hot-looking girl working out. My buddy, my buddy Dave Constantino, nicknamed Otis, was the best at yanking, yerking the jerking of these, these muscle heads. He'd go, hey, uh, she was asking about you. I remember one guy who was a bodybuilder <laughs> named Ivan. Ivan goes, Really? Oh, yeah, she asked about you again. This went on for, and these guys, they want to believe it, right? Yeah. Really? Oh, and the chest, you know, pops out. And then they go walking by her, you know. Oh, yeah. You could mess with these guys big time. One time I had another guy, another muscle head at the gym. He had some little, you know, bimbet call girlfriend. And she goes, is so-and-so there? And I said, "Um, no, he left with Mary Jane just about 15 minutes ago. Oh, jeez. You got somebody in She goes, trouble. he, he, what, what? Yeah, they just, uh, they just left a little bit ago. <clears throat> like, and this dude for the longest time didn't know who did it. But then it came up like a couple, the guy's name was Duke. That was it. Uh, a couple of months later, it came out. He goes, were you the one that, he goes, I still couldn't convince my girlfriend that I didn't leave with another girl. You're terrible. Oh, yeah. Well, while we go to this break, they're gonna take Danny to the loony bin, eh? I got an even I got an even better story that we used to do in college when we come back. Oh no, here oh, we go. Yeah. All hunting, all, all fishing, fishing all, all the, the time. time. 799-1250 if you want to get in on it. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on both 1250 AM and 1057 FM the fan. The final Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening. Uh, on the line right now, we've got the man, the myth, the legend. No, that's Tom. Uh, but we got almost as good Dennis Royce, our Boulder Junction connection. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, guys. How are you this morning? We're yeah, doing we're good, great. buddy. Hey, is it a little chilly up there by you yet? No, not yet. It's still warm up here. It's been warm all week. Excellent all week. And uh, the weather is going. The leaves are falling down now faster than you can you can shake a stick, I guess. So right, faster than you can blow them off the lawn, eh? All right. Water, <laughs> yeah. So it'll be good for the hunters. But uh, if anybody wants to go musky fishing, it's been great the last couple of uh, days, and they're seeing a lot of fish. A lot of the guys are dragging suckers, and that's where they're getting a lot of the action right now. But uh, musky fishing has been real good. Walleye fishing's picking up. Water temperature is about 68, uh, 68 uh, 60 degrees, uh, down to about 58 in some lakes. So Wow, wow. So it's starting to cool off a little bit. It should be colder this time of year. but, but You'll get uh, it next week. You'll get the yeah, cold. Know, yeah, it's coming fast. And I know as nice as it is right now, it's going to be kind of miserable next week. So Yeah, but, but you know what? That's musky and walleye time. That's exactly right. That's when you catch the nice fish. But they are getting some, they're seeing some nice fish, and 
and uh, they're enjoying the weather right now. It's been windy all week, but obviously with the with the uh, warm weather, it's going to draw the south winds. But uh, it's uh, they're getting out there and they're seeing some nice fish right now. Yeah, so. uh, a few weeks ago you had the World Musky Challenge or whatever it's called, right? Yes, we had that. Yeah. that was good. And uh, uh, it was at these. It was really the start of really some good musky fishing, and then and people are really pleased right now because they're going out and catching some fish or right. seeing some fish. Anyway. And the biggest one uh, caught was a fifty and a half incher. Fifty and a half inch fish. Yeah, dang, that's a nice yeah. fish. Yeah, and there wow. were uh, there weren't as many caught this year as there was last year, right? No, that's correct. There but were fewer fish caught. A yet. few fewer fish, but you had you guys get like what seven hundred people up there fishing different lakes. I mean, it's it was just a little over seven hundred people at the contest this year. Yeah. And you're right; the the biggest fish was over fifty. But uh, and of course, that discourages a lot of people when they're out there and they're saying, "Oh man, I'm not going to find a fifty. But that was a big fish. So. Yeah, yeah. Normally, most contests, it's not a fifty inch fish that wins it. No, uh, you know, no, sometimes well, actually he didn't win it though. Because they it? go by total inches. He just had the big fish. Oh, big fish. Yeah, yeah. the the winners had uh, a couple of yeah, a couple in the forties inches, right? Yes, right. Yeah, they, they add up. They add up the dimensions to them. So. Yeah. So, uh, but you get a lot of people up there for that thing because they can fish a number of different lakes, you know. And uh, that must have been a wild time up there. The bars were full, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it was a busy weekend. I know. I, I on Friday night, my wife and I go out and have a fish fry, and I I told her I said those those weekends we got to stay home because it's just too busy. Yeah, I agree with you too. Yeah. I can't handle when it's too busy. Yeah. So, All right. Well, so. Dennis, thanks for the update. We do appreciate yeah, well, it. We'll talk to you guys later, and we're getting into the winter season here, so we'll give you an update when things start freezing up as well. All, All right, buddy. Take care, Dennis. Okay, bye, Dennis. Thanks, it's- guys. Yep, Dennis Royce, our Boulder, Boulder Junction, Junction connection. connection. Yeah, it's interesting. Dennis, uh, when he kind of retired from his uh, Royce Construction, which his son runs now down here, Dennis said, "You know what? Uh, I think we need a uh, what uh, an extension of the business up in Boulder Junction. I'm going to move up there." Every time I hear Boulder <laughs> Junction, I think of the scene from Petticoat Junction, where Billy Joe, Bobby Joe, and Betty Joe. Mm-hmm pop their oh, heads up out of the water tank yeah, yeah. they're swimming in, yeah. and I'm just wishing they'd just, you know, that looks like they're skinny dipping in. <laughs> and as a kid, I was just wishing they'd just keep coming up a little bit higher. I always thought the blonde was the hottest one. Boulder Junction, you know, that is I'm a... going to have to Google yeah, her. What? That's a great area for if, you know, there's a lot of areas like up in northern Wisconsin when where you can stay at, let's say, Meredith a place, McCray, and then the go, yeah, go to... You know, so many different lakes within a short area, you know. Go to this launch and go to this lake one day. Go to another launch. Go to that lake. I mean, there's so many good lakes there and so many chains it's, of lakes. It's actually, it's, when I used to have a little 14-foot aluminum boat and didn't know squat on how to catch muskies, I'd go up, I'd take about this time, I'd always take like the 20th through the 23rd, 24th, and I'd go up and fish small little lakes with suckers. Mm-hmm. And I just drift along rowing mm-hmm. the boat on a nice, and you'd hear shotgun blasts in the mm-hmm. background. You'd look at the color, the leaves. Sometimes the water was like glass. And whether you got anything or not, it was just beautiful to oh. be up there, Tom. And, you know, there, there was, there's like, let's say you take uh, Pewaukee Lake, Oconomowoc, Okachi. Yeah, there's muskies in those lakes. But the aesthetics are so much more the pleasing. Ambience. Is that the word? Uh, uh, yeah, ambience. Thanks, Greg. Is that yeah, a real word? That okay, is. Good. Gotta up in northern myself. Wisconsin, teacher, I mean, you know. up there, you know, you don't see as many houses. You, you smell the pine. 
People they're are burning usually leaves. they're burning leaves. Oh, it's just, I love that. It just smells so good. It looks so good. I mean, down here, yeah, the fishing's good. You know, musky fishing is good, but I mean, it's house after house after house. You know, you don't have the pine you tree do smell. smell burning leaves on Pewaukee. You do smell that. Yes, I you like do. that. Yeah, I do too. I like and that. It, it's just that the aesthetics up in northern Wisconsin are so cool, especially if you get into some of those lakes where you don't even see a house. Right. I mean, there's no buildings on it or whatever. I mean, or very, well, I, very few. I put the boat away early this year and shut my guide down business because got some personal things going on with mm-hmm. mom up there. I got to yeah. go up to Oshkosh Lot, Green Bay, take care of things with her health things. But I, I used to love going fishing on a Sunday, on a nice, beautiful Sunday morning and this time of year. Mm-hmm. And you go out, musky fish in the morning, and you smell the burning leaves, and you're soaking suckers and casting. And then at about 11.45... You're racing in to go watch the Packer yep, game. That yep. made for a great Sunday. I know. I I, uh, I usually go out to uh, Little Lake Fowler Lake up right. in Oconomowoc. Small lake, and but there are muskies in it, and there are some good ones. You know, and, and it's perfect because you get out there at 8 in the morning, Danny. If you get out there at 8, because you don't have to get up early yep, for muskies. Yep. You know, you get out there at 8 in the morning, you can make two complete revolutions around that lake, dragging suckers and you castings. Know, that, I put my boat away, but yeah. I'm almost half tempted now that you said that to get my yeah. buddy's little 12 foot boat, throw it in the back of my truck, and go roll around and soak a sucker I'll, and just lay back and chill. Yeah. And, you, and who cares if you yeah. get anything or not? It's just yeah. nice to be and out it, there. Yeah. And if you make two passes around the lake, and if they bite, they bite. If they don't, they don't, because then you're leaving by 11. And for me, I get home in time to. Right. Get everything ready for the game and sit down in front of the TV. So, you know, it, it works out perfectly. And the thing is, and. is that you do have a chance of getting a fish or two. And, and, and you don't even have to watch the Packers anymore because it doesn't no, matter. Oh, will you Rogers stop it? <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to Debbie Downer yeah, over there. Yeah, Debbie Downer over there. What is your goal yeah. every year as a Packer fan? Over there? To win uh, the Super Bowl. My goal is to win the lottery. To win the <laughs> Super Bowl. And they're not going to win a Super Bowl with Brad Hundley, lose every game, get a good draft pick. Okay, what what are the odds you would give somebody, Greg, of the Packers winning the Super Bowl? I mean, if you were going to make a bet with them, right dude, now, what kind zero. of odds would you give? Right a thousand now. to Nada. one? Right now? With yeah. Brett Hundley's group? Yeah, yeah, thousand to one. Okay, I'll yeah, bet you a dollar. And you give me a thousand if they win the Super Bowl. All right, and then I'll show you a twenty inch crap. As long as you pay up on your twenty inch crap, that's exactly what I was no, going to say. I never said that. You know, yeah, yeah. Only we to got that it on one, tape. Only to that we one guy. We got it on tape. Everything's only on tape. To you got to be careful when you're on the start. air. Uh, yeah, I was this careful because like it was to media. that one Once guy. it's out there, it's okay, out there. Okay, that one dollar bet is that good? <laughs> That's I didn't fine. hear, I didn't okay, hear I gotta, nothing. I'll be giving Greg a dollar in uh, January. <laughs> that is true. Or he'll give you a thousand in February. I think you got to make it a dollar <laughs> and one cent to take in account uh, inflation, Tom. Oh, the inflation. <laughs> yeah, one dollar and one cent. Hey, man, stock market's going up, buddy. All my investments. Wow. Yep. Yes, I'll tell you what. The stock market, stock market this last year has it's been wonderful. It's a good time to be a wealthy single straight landowner from Douglas County yes, with money in a is. 403B, I yeah. tell you, my friends. It's all right. Yeah. Well, Danny, great. That's a deep subject. Hey, uh, had a good time today. We're going to have who in the studio next week? Oh, yeah, next week. Uh, uh, Lori, isn't it? Lori. Lori's going to be in the studio. <laughs> yeah. He sets it up. He can't. 
Oh yeah. boy, she's going to be in a studio. You don't call her Danny. You're yeah. trying to kick. You told me I don't have to be here next weekend. Are you trying to get rid of me, Tom? No, no I'm I, just saying if you wanted to go hunting, there's somebody I think I that might. can fill in. You I, know? I think I might yeah. because I was going to bow hunt this weekend. Now my buddy Coleman is up from Florida. He's in Madison, so I got to go visit him. Oh, it's going to be kind of warm. I don't know if I want to shoot a deer when and it's warm. Yeah. When it's warm, so maybe next with weekend, this cold it's snap, be colder. This buck should start running. I got uh, my bow sighted and I went out to buck rub and went there. Did their out there walk around course oh that's awesome drill oh man that's i awesome. drilled the bear i drilled the deer i drilled and guess what i'm on a walking course and there's a standing deer and guess what what it was a real deer <laughs> really? it took off running it was right next to oh, the geez. and i'm like Woo. <laughs> all righty not a good place to be a deer <laughs> no all right i guess that's all i got that's me too to all the listeners thanks for listening and god bless and stay free everyone You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, cutting edge outdoors. Get up to Midwestern Shooter Supply. Get your gun right. Buy a new rifle for deer hunting. We'll talk to you all next week, my friends. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.